It started with the Twippies, and then we had the Pinball Industry Awards. But I heard loud and clear from everyone out there in the pinball world that we weren't going deep enough into this hobby. This is more important than politics. This is more important than motion pictures. This is way more important than the music industry. We need to recognize the finest and the greatest in pinball. So I am here today to officially announce the third pinball award show hosted by yours truly, Canada. This pinball award show is actually going to dive one layer deeper into this incredible hobby. We are going to recognize areas of pinball that are often overlooked, but often the most important elements in pinball machines. Voting will take place solely by me, one individual who hasn't owned barely any machines. I might not even pronounce half of the pinball words correctly, and I sure as hell haven't played half of the games that came out in 2020. So who is more qualified to bring you the ultimate in pinball award shows? I'm not sure when this show is going to take place, but chances are it might happen before the other two shows because that's how we do things around here. You might be asking yourself, well, what are the categories for the Canada Awards of pinball excellence voted on by one man who hasn't played half of the games in 2020? Well, I'm here to tell you these are the categories that we are going to recognize, and we're not gonna be like the other shows, treading over the same path, recognizing greatest pinball machine of the year, greatest designer, greatest artwork on the cabinet, on the playfield, underneath the cabinet. No, we're not gonna go down that road. We are gonna call out the things that truly matter in pinball. For example, here are the categories we will be recognizing in this third and greatest pinball award show. The first category we're going to recognize is the most satisfying plunge in pinball. And we're going to look at every element of that plunge. We're going to look at the spring, the shooter rod, how the ball whips around, how the ball makes you go wee when you start a game. We can't wait to recognize the most satisfying plunge. The second category is going to be the smoothest ramp. We hear it all the time. The ramps are so smooth. It's so satisfying to hit those ramps. So which ramp did it this year? Which one made that ball whip around and go up and made your brain say, yes, that's a great pinball ramp. The third category is one of the most overlooked categories in all of pinball. And without this, you would never be able to even enjoy a single pinball game. We are going to recognize the most creative start button in pinball. The placement of the start button. Does it say something other than start? Is there a cute phrase on that start button? How often does it flash? What color is it? The criteria will look at all of these factors when we determine who has the most creative start button in a pinball machine. What's the greatest sling action in a pinball game? You know that time when the ball gets down there and it's going back and forth between the slingshots and you get all excited and you get all like nervous that it might shoot it into the out lane? Well, which pinball machine has the greatest sling action? We're gonna find out in the Canada Awards. The next category is the most unique use of pop bumpers. You know those three things that Sturm puts in the same place in every game? Why can't they put them somewhere else? Why do we always have to have three together? Maybe Rick and Morty will take it this year with one pop bumper in the slingshot area. And here's a category we've never seen recognized, and yet this is something that is so important in pinball. Who has the best born on date sticker that's on the back of the back box? 
You know that sticker that tells you your game was made just a few weeks ago, wasn't given enough time to cure, the playfield has issues, and the mechs are falling apart, but it makes you feel good knowing that your game was built in December, you're born on date, it's the birth certificate of every pinball machine. Who's got the nicest font? Where's the location on that back box area? We're gonna find out. Here's one for you operators out there. Who's got the nicest coin box in pinball? Why does every coin box have to be the same? We're gonna look at the coin box itself. Is it silver? Is it chrome? Is it got a black tray underneath it? What's the pin like that keeps that coin box in place? This is where the money falls. This is where the money is made. That moment, that joyous moment where operators open up the game and see that there's no quarters in there because no one uses coins anymore to play pinball. They use dollar bill acceptors. So let's keep putting coin boxes in every single game. That's really smart. It's not the 1990s anymore. And let's face it, this next category has never been recognized. Your pinball machines wouldn't even be able to stand on their four feet without the next thing we're going to recognize. And you know what it is right now. And for some reason, these things are never really focused on. And for some reason, these things are often overlooked, but they are the most important thing when your pinball machine ships. If these are not in the box, you are not playing pinball. You guessed it, ladies and gentlemen. Only on the most important and third most irrelevant pinball awards show are we going to recognize the importance of the most beautiful leg bolts. Who ships with the eight most beautiful leg bolts? They could be any color. How quickly do they screw in? Oh my God, I can't wait to recognize the most beautiful leg bolts in a pinball machine. Number nine, when you lift that game up, who's got the nicest wiring harness? How did they make all those wires travel from north to south? Did they use zip ties? Did they use hot glue guns? How is that wiring harness in the game? We're gonna look at that. We're gonna study the game when it's flipped up and it's not even playing. Because we need to recognize this stuff. There needs to be more award shows in pinball. We have to, we have to. What will this industry become if we don't positively cheerlead every single thing multiple times over and over again you know and the pinball award show we're also going to recognize those of you out there in the pinball media and it shouldn't be subjective it really should not be subjective so we've determined two categories that we are going to recognize that will be the most objective way to recognize excellence in the pinball media and for pinball podcasting it's really simple we are going to give an award for the longest pinball podcast. Why does it have to end? Who said a show should end after like 30 minutes or an hour or two hours or three hours? And you're hearing it first on Canada's Pinball Podcast. This award will be a cash prize, $100 to the pinball podcast that goes the longest anytime between now and the award show. So don't stop at two hours or three hours. Don't cut that interview short. We can hear from Roger Sharp again. He can keep on going. You can get three or four hours at least out of that man. So let's see who can go the longest. And let's also recognize the shortest pinball podcast. It could just be a burp. It could be over in a few seconds. But can you deliver the pinball news quickest? So it's a sprint and it's a marathon. Ladies and gentlemen, there's been a lot of criticism that this show is not positive enough. That we are not expanding pinball to the next generation of kids who could give two craps about this hobby. 
kids who just want to look at cell phones and play Xboxes, kids who if you told them, kids who can barely afford college tuition, they really need to learn about the importance of buying pinball machines. What greater motivation is it for the youth of tomorrow than to dangle in front of them a $9,000 unnecessary toy as a symbol of success in life? And the more pinball machines you can put in your house, the greater you are as an individual. That is the truth. And you're hearing it here first. And we should not even stop at three award shows. We should have at least 17 in this hobby. We need to recognize everybody. We will not stop until every single person in the pinball industry has been awarded some recognition of excellence. Because it is excellent. Because it's really important that we don't leave out Celts this year. There has to be something that we can do. Strongest pinball play field. It's about time we recognize this game. So tune in, ladies and gentlemen, to the only pinball award show voted on by one man who hasn't played half of the games this year, who doesn't have any sponsors, who doesn't have anyone to blast email out begging for votes for a silly piece of plastic. We are here. It is going to be the greatest evening in the history of pinball with the lowest production value imaginable. Thank you so much for your time and for your consideration as you welcome the third greatest least relevant pinball award show of all time. Thank you and have a great day.